Welcome to Seishura Podcast, the Music Explorers Podcast, and a new decade is upon us, which, yes. which means that a new year is upon us, because that's how time works. And with yes. new year comes new music, and as kind of, after you know a little bit of a break, uh, as a nice follow-up to our recap of the music we loved in 2019, we wanted to talk about the music we're most looking forward to in 2020. And these kind of lists and segments are always interesting to me because uh, I want to try to keep track of this one because when I think back, there are plenty of albums on these lists that I've made over the years that either, uh, I guess they kind of disappear. Like, it's interesting to to think of, like, the albums that you're most looking forward to before the year and then how they actually fare because I'm, I'm trying to think of a lot of albums I knew about going into the year that actually made it up pretty high, and you know, well, it's funny you mention that because well, so in the past for to keep track of upcoming releases, I've just created like a little notes thing in my notes app, mm-hmm. and just like you know, after all the dates, I just have like stuff stuff that's anticipated but hasn't been confirmed yet, mm-hmm. and like, like I was looking through it today and I'm like fuck there's so much stuff there that got confirmed and released and i didn't bother checking out <laughs> and i mean so, some of it was for good reasons like like the new refused album oh, yeah, so yeah um yeah <laughs> but anyway uh back back to you with the weather yeah but back back to me with uh with the weather the, it is the the, the 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 audible weather it is a little snowy outside a little chilly yeah uh, which pretty. is why i'm excited to be all cozy on my bed talking to my buddy jimmy and my boy uh (laughs) cut this up into a few segments because what's i think what's most interesting about these kind of conversations is there's a part of it that is pretty set in stone you know we each have a list of releases that are announced album artwork lead single you know the whole nine yards they're coming out then there's the probables the bands that usually release an album every so you know two or three years and we're kind of on that schedule or they've announced they're in the studio or whatever and then there's pipe dreams you know because every year there's bands that come out of nowhere and drop an album yeah i mean last year was like i i mean th- there was a deluge of them last year i mean like amon tobin was just like probably the first one that came yeah, out no, of my not mind. just one but two you know two releases yeah so. yeah but yeah for, for him um, yeah so so fun. we have a cut up like that and then also to well, i guess to start off um we talked about this last year, and I, I thought it was a really good idea Jimmy had, is what are our personal music goals? You know, what are we um, what are we looking to accomplish as a listener, as a, as a consumer, as, as someone, as people who kind of critically analyze and review and listen to music? What do we want to accomplish? Uh, I think, you know... Like, or or, in, or in, in, in my parlance, uh, have a huge boner for music. So, there you go. See, yeah. that's this is why we are. See, you, you you bring the class, and then I bring the class and right down. Sass. I like oh, that. I, okay. That, that that's a better way of putting exactly. it. I was just gonna say that I, I'm like I'm like the person who like sets the bar lower. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like I bring um, the class. You bring the sass, and we yeah. both got ass. 
So nice. Uh, on that note, uh, I don't have a segue. I'm just gonna get started. Um, <laughs> so the first one, this is this was a no brainer for me. Is I want to cut down on my personal uh, quote. I put this in quotes. Lazy list. That I I can't even. I honestly, I don't know if I could even offer a ballpark number for the number of bands that people mention. And I'm like, ah, I've always meant to check them out, but I just haven't gotten to them. Or some some version of that. It's like I've all you yeah, but. It, at the same time, though, you 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 listened to what like five hundred albums last year? Six hundred, yeah. But so, yeah, but so I, like I, I um, also I, I also mean like bigger artists, like you know, for example, it took me the longest time to listen to Dick and Dance, and finally, you know, I kind of had mixed results with their back catalog, but uh, the name of their most recent album is Dionysus. Yeah, I loved that album, and I don't know if I would have given it a shot if I hadn't, you know, had the because I I didn't love everything we listened to when we did the that um, discography yeah. inspiration but i did like a lot of it so that's yeah. kind of the approach i want to take um which i, I think I'll, I'll tie in one of my other uh bullets real quick once i finish up the, this comment but i just i want to cut down like if i if i find myself saying um you know i've always wanted to listen to them i'm going to make a concerted effort to just put out an album like don't like you know queue up their entire discography and apple music or whatever just okay what's their most celebrated album i'm going to listen to it you know, if I find myself, because I mean, it's really easy to do nowadays, which my second bullet I want to bring up, if it seems interesting, try it. Because I got better at this last year, but there are so many, I kind of have um, option paralysis at times, because there's so much music I want to listen to. I'll say mm. I'm going to get to it or whatever, or I, I inherently then give myself a high bar for it. And this past year, if something seems somewhat interesting, instead of just thinking about should I listen to this or not I just press play and you know sometimes I got a few tracks in like yeah I'm kind of all set other times I was like fuck I'm really glad I put this on so just just, <laughs> just just kind of cutting down on that lag time between like oh I'll get to that eventually like if it's a you know if it's released you know obviously it's another thing if it hasn't been released yet and I have to you know kind of make note of it and come back to it later if it's released looks interesting I'm gonna put it on um, so those are kind of Two related points. I, I have a couple more after that, but I want to turn over the reins to you. Okay. Well, um, I, I have three goals in mind, and they're all pretty simple, but I'll just get to my first one, and then you can go to yours. Um, and my first one is uh, basically to cut down on my mu new music listening. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Which s seems counterproductive, um, and if anybody's listened to this podcast before, I say this every single year. And I've yet to actually do it. Uh, that what, what I mean is just like when Friday rolls around, uh, you know, Heavy Blog puts up their you know like uh, you know release day roundup, and I go a little nuts. And you know the the way it's been for like the past couple of years has been like I have a playlist named New Shit, and I just put all the new shit in there <laughs> and eventually listen to it. And um, I hate doing that. Uh, I've come to really hate it because, I, you know, if you don't listen to it all right away, it ends up piling up. So, like, you know, like I, I've had like 48 hours of music just waiting for me. Wow. And like, I, I just can't get through that. Uh, so I end up like cutting it down a lot and I end up missing out on stuff that maybe I would have really liked. Um, you know, so, you know, it's like, it's, it's kind of that, but it's also like, I, I kind of want to listen to older albums i kind of want to listen to stuff that's already come out um you know not to say that i don't like 
new music. It's just that I I, I think I kind of want to you know sort of explore the past a little more. Sure. Like I, I I think there are releases in genres that um, I haven't really explored or maybe explored haven't explored as much. Um, like I mean, I'm thinking like off the top of my head, like uh, free improvisation. I think there's a there's just so many free improv albums out there, uh, just because they're so easy to record. Um, and I think I'd really like to sort of dive into that a little more. So basically, my my goal this year is to just cut down on new listening, not to completely cut it out. So basically, I um, I just have a list of upcoming releases. Uh, that you know, I keep it pretty small. I think I, I pretty much only keep it to sort of artists that I'm somewhat aware of, that like I catch their new album announcement like in the news or something like mm-hmm. that. Um, at that end, you know, recommendations from friends. So like you know, if you come to me with something and you know you're like, get this in your ear holes, you know, I will I will do that. I will get that in my ear holes, you know. But the idea is that I'm just gonna keep it very small. Don't bother with that release day roundup as as much as i love it i i just it's it, it, it's like um it's like, it's, it's like being in a candy store like you you just you, you, your eyes are too big for your stomach <laughs> yeah no i, I totally um, get that yeah and so i i'm i'm, I'm trying to i'm trying to take a, a musical diet in in this sense so sweet uh so what are your other two great so my next is um something i started this year but i really want to continue is uh, maximize the this is such a, a a nerdy way to put it but maximize the cost and quality of my music purchases um, you, you can tell you work for marketing i know i know but <laughs> it's true because I, I think in the past i i've made one of two mistakes is i've uh kind of been more willing to pay a lot for albums and, and kind of you know, leave myself with with just kind of one release co- coming away from the record store, and like it's cool. But then I'm like, fuck, man, I wish I had, uh, I wish I had more to listen to. On the other token, I've I've kind of gone after the the sales and the bargain bins at times, and got a ton of really really cheap releases that are cool. But then like after one, just yeah, forgettable. Yeah, they're they're, they're you know too many blind purchases. Which blind purchases are fun, but not when they suck <laughs> or not when you don't really <laughs> like them that much uh so i'd like to continue what i'm doing where try to keep cd purchases under 10 try to only buy vinyl you know if it's under 10 dollars like a used older record or you know with, with gift cards i might receive and also just prioritize like just think will i actually like can i see myself putting this cd on you know why am i buying this just because the last several times I've, I've taken this approach, you know, I, I listen to each CD several times, you know, I, I keep it in, you know, the, the stack in the car for a while, and I just feel more fulfilled rather than I went to the, the record store, spent a lot of money, and the albums I bought, I'm not, like, overly stoked about, which is not a great feeling. Mm-hmm. So just kind of a, a process that I want to keep in place. And on a, on a somewhat related note, I want to keep up the process of how I've been tracking new music with, with my, my spreadsheet and whatnot. I feel like I've reached a really efficient system and I want to keep that up because I would like to surpass, I would like to grow how many albums I listen to every year and just to see naturally where my, where kind of the saturation point is, like where how many albums, like, can, maximum albums, can I actually consume in a year? <laughs> Without mentally breaking down. Yeah, or, or just like, you know, just how much, uh, uh, 
you know, how much time do I actually have to to consume things? Like, where, where, where you know, where's the cap? Because, I, I mean, if you told me I listen to, you know, I would listen to 600 albums a year, you know, in the past, I might have thought that was absolutely absurd. But, you know, here we are, so. <laughs> yeah, I, I see, like, I, I think this is where we, we differ a little sure. bit. Um, because, I, I mean, I used to be really into you know, just having that list down, mm-hmm. um, you know, like my whole, that whole new shit playlist and things like that. And like, you know, I, you know, I, I found near the end of last year, like when I switched over to Apple music that, um, I sort of like the simpler approach. So mm-hmm. I basically just have, you know, sort of like a list of stuff to listen to and I just check it off, you know, in, instead of making a whole playlist, because then I can be like, Oh, you know, I only have to listen to this today. You know, I, I don't have to, be like, oh yeah, I'm gonna listen to like you know 30 hours of music in a day, which is impossible. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> no, and, and um, just like as I yeah. said in the past, the, the vast majority of those listen to once. You know, some of them are you know death metal demos, which are only like three tracks. Others are EPs or just shorter releases in general. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I don't necessarily keep track of like how many times I've listened to. Um, each of the albums but i know i know i know the albums i've listened to multiple times i I think it's more like like so like i was having this conversation with my sister uh the other day that like because you know how like when um when the new year comes around there you know like i i uh i use goodreads which is sort of like facebook for for people who read yep is is the best way i can describe it um and what they usually have like a oh hey you know but make a new year's resolution you know promise to read this many books uh-huh. and you know people do that they're like oh yeah i'll read 100 books this year and, I, and i've always like I, i've just really grown to dislike that uh-huh. because i i think it's more important to one read what you want and to enjoy it <laughs> instead of being like gotta get through gotta get through gotta get through so I, i've i've just you know with books i i haven't even made a list like that you know ever uh-huh. just because i i just kind of read what i want when i want but I sort of want the same thing to apply for music for me. But that's actually not one of my goals. Well, you know, th- th- that's more of a trail off of my last goal. But so that you, th- those were your two. Yeah, I, 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 I have one really... more quick one. I guess I'll, I'll oh, mention. Oh, okay. The, 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 for whatever one. reason, looking back on my and I mean every genre I listened to, you know, overall was well represented. You know, relatively. You know, with six hundred albums, you divide it out. You know, there was a good, good chunk of of really you know metal electronic hip to hip hop well which actually that was my resolution last hippity hop that was my resolution last year is i want to listen to more hip hop and i felt like i succeeded um i just i didn't listen to as much jazz uh or just oh. just kind of and and this wait the, the, really this is somewhat because somewhat anecdotal in the sense of just like looking over my releases you know what ended up in my top 50 i just felt like it lacked jazz especially where to years past and it wasn't it wasn't conscious by any means just kind of thinking about it, I, I, it just fell by the wayside for whatever reason. So, I mean, to, to be fair, like 2019 wasn't a great year for jazz. Yeah, there weren't a lot of standout releases um, that I could. I, I actually don't know. I think I had a few jazz releases towards the bottom of my top 50, but um, yeah, and, and I, I again don't really have a don't have an explanation for it, but really would like to fix that because I mean, obviously, I love jazz and. I, I find that hard to believe because I, I remember you you just like pulling out like these jazz albums like from your ass just like all year last year for like our albums of the week. Yeah, it, it might have just been um, um, 
And maybe the Jazz releases I liked, you know, I liked more than others. I, I don't know. It just it felt like coming over my list, I I just did not have as many as um, years past, or just not you as know, many as I like. I don't know. Scott, you you put everything on a Google Docs sheet, right? Yeah. Like a like a Google page or but whatever the Excel, like the Google version of Excel yeah, is. Google Sheets. Yeah. So uh, you should be able. You should make some graphs. And like, do some like hardcore st- like stats on your listening from last year, because like I-, I would genuinely be interested in in seeing what that what would have to say like in terms of like genre distribution and things like that, and like sort of like if you really wanted to go nuts with it like by month and things like that. I don't That's know, actually I, really good. I, um, I think I'll, I'll. I don't know if you have all that data. But... Yeah, I'll, I'm gonna keep that in mind. Maybe going forward, well, it might be that easy to do. I'll think about that. I mean, I'll definitely yeah. I'll keep that in mind for this year for sure. But I'll I'll look to see if it's something that I can, um, if I can. I mean, everybody loves a good graph, man. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> good idea, man. All right, thank you. Well, those uh, are my so, uh, those are my resolutions. Yeah, I mean, I I you know I wish you the best of luck. I I have no idea how you're going to top six hundred albums. But you know, I I wish you the best of luck. So I will I will try my best. I don't know how yeah. successful I'm going to be, but it's it's worth a shot. Yeah. So um, my other two are more related to you know I mean I, I guess I guess they're all related to listening. Duh. Um, I guess my my first one is that I want to listen to uh, a an album that I've never heard of every day, or or at least try to, um, or like so. You know, and it doesn't necessarily, it can be new or it can be an old album, but the idea is that I'm trying to expand my horizons just a little bit more, which is like a new album every day. Uh, I mean, we're, we're already six days in. I have not done it yet. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, you know. Fun, slow, that's all. Yeah, I, I mean, I but the, the idea is to just try to do it a little bit. You know, I ideally it would be every day. Maybe it might have to be just every week. I don't know. But, like, so I, I like I said, I, I, I just keep a note uh open with like just you know a, a couple of things so like for instance right now um a couple of the things i have on my to listen list right now are um let's see eric b and rock Kim's follow the leader oh cool you know like uh Medesky martin and woods combustication you know th- things like that just things that i've heard about but haven't really given a try that seem interesting so um you know, just try to do that, uh, and that, and so you know, I, I think when new releases come out, I think I, I'm sort of counting that as you know part of that in a sense. Mm-hmm. But um, then my final one is, and this one's probably going to be the toughest because I'm not sure whether this is going to be a daily thing or a weekly thing because I don't really know how much time I have in the day. But um, I want to do like more deep listening, so I want to try to listen deep listen to an album, you know, I, I, at least once a week. I, I deal. I would love to do it every day if I could, but I don't think I have the time for it, honestly. And, uh, and just but, to clarify, by that mean you just exclusively listen to an album? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So like I, I'm just I'm putting it on either with headphones or if I have it on CD. Uh, like like it doesn't really matter if if I've listened to this or not. I you know it's more just I'm picking something out, uh, but just sitting down and only listening to it, not checking my phone, not looking at the computer, not reading, just listening to that album. 
just because I, I, I think that there's there's a lot to be gained from doing that, uh, even though it's it's very difficult sometimes, especially if you're listening to like, you know, like a house album, <laughs> you know, where it's just like four to the floor for 60 minutes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's just uh, there are parts of it that I think would be tough, but I, I think it'd be really rewarding because I think like I remember doing that with um, Tom Waits's uh, Mule Variations, and I, I mean I think I fell asleep during it actually, but it was <laughs> I have no idea what, but um, <laughs> but I really I, I liked doing that. I think it was a really cool practice, um, and I just think that you know especially with with artists whose work is more abstract and you know sort of difficult more difficult to penetrate i think it can be uh you know very uh enlightening you know i'm thinking like you know like a john zorn like listen to like some zorn stuff mm-hmm. you know without like i i did do that last year actually i listened to uh the string quartets in full by and just sat there and it was it really changed the way i looked at his classical work mm-hmm. so um yeah, so that's that's pretty much it. I, I think it would be cool to, um, you know, sort of lessen my purchases <laughs> this year. Um, but, you know, we'll see. I, I, I'm trying to sort of do, like, instead of buying, like, you know, 12 albums at once, maybe just buy, like, one a week, mm-hmm. something like that. You, you know, just, you know, s- still looking around, but not going nuts. So, but cool. We'll, we'll see about that. So yeah, yep. Good yep, stuff yep. All so around. let's get into the shit, man. Let's talk about uh stuff that is definitely coming out that we got going on uh, that that we're just totally planning on fucking with, uh, in in just the loosest sense of the word fucking with. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I am very um, excited to do that. So I I have I have five right here. So do you mind if I just get those out of the way? Because I figured. That would probably be easier. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, because it, these are actually all in January as well. Um, so I, because I really haven't seen anything for February or March, but you might change that for me. So uh, first off, I have uh, Born and, De- and Their Club of Gore uh, coming out with uh, their new album, Patchouli Blue, mm-hmm. uh, this Friday, the 10th. Um, you know, I, we were, I, I think I've talked about them before because uh, I bought one of their albums recently. I don't really know what to expect from them. So, but, you know, be interesting to sort of find out. Um, on January 17th, so next Friday, uh, the Professionals have their debut coming out. Uh, and Professionals is basically a, a duo consisting of Mad Lib and Oh No. Oh, sweet. I didn't uh, know about that. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Which I, 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 which I don't know if you knew this, but uh, Oh No is actually Mad Lib's brother. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, so... Um, so I guess they're, I, I don't know exactly what, um, you know, who's doing what. I mean, I'm figuring they both have a pretty good hand in production because I, I mean, Ono is a pretty good producer as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I think that'll be cool. Uh, Madlib has a really interesting year, which I'll get to in a little bit. Yeah. Um, but, uh, after that we have, uh, Thy Catafalque, or however you say that yeah. name. Uh, their new album Nave on January twenty fourth. They they've just been like a really interesting avant garde metal band. Yeah. Um, I, I wasn't as stoked about their their last album that came out, 
but um, I always like keeping an eye out for them because, you know, they always put something out that's just like, you know, even if it's not totally like your your thing, it's still like interesting enough to just be worth at least one listen. Mm -hmm. So um, then on January 31st, we have two releases. Uh, First up is uh, the new Square Pusher album, Be Up a Hello. Um, I actually finally got into Square Pusher last year. Um, I'm trying to remember. Well, I actually I, I have a copy of um, "Music Is One Wrote One Note Rotted," I think. Uh, but I was thinking about like his, some of his earlier work. Um, I started getting into a little bit. So, uh, and this is actually like an actual studio album of his, not like a show leader one uh, live album. Mm-hmm. So I'm sort of interested to see what he has up his sleeve with this new album. Um, and like I said, on that same day, uh, Dan Rosenboom, um, composer, trumpeter, uh, for Burning Ghosts oh, and head of, uh, you know, uh, Orenda Records, Dan Rosenboom, he has a solo album out called, uh, Absurd in the Anthro- and Anthropocene. Mm-hmm. I never know how to say that word. So, um, but I was actually listening to a, uh, the lead single of that and it seemed, it was really interesting. So. Um, you know, it, there's a lot of like, I, I think he's, it's sort of like a blend of like composition and like improvisation, if I remember right. So I, you know, looking forward to that. Orenda always puts out some really interesting material. Mm-hmm. So, but that is all I have right now. So, Sweet. so I yeah. have about 15 here. There are uh, a couple, uh, square pusher cause I've never really listened to him. I don't think. Um, interested in that, and then that that catafalque. Very, you you would really like. Yeah, Square maybe Pusher, maybe so. to keep with my personal music goals, he might be one of the artists, first artists I. Oh yeah, but, um, yeah. He uh, actually, you know what? Well, why don't you keep talking? Because I'm going to look up an album that you should check out. Of sweet. His. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, and then that catafalque. Very very much looking forward to that. The the lead singles were, um, I thought were quite good. Um, so here are mine that I'm very much looking forward to. Uh, first, Algiers, There Is No Year, uh, January 17th. Uh, they've always done an interesting blend of post-punk and kind of gospel and soul. Uh, not always... I think it's always been interesting, if not you know engaging to me, so I'd like to see what they do on this newest project. They released a single late last year that was fantastic. Uh, I don't think it'll be on this album, unfortunately, but looking forward to that. Uh, next oval uh, skiss oh yeah January 17th uh, I think we've talked we talked about this on earlier incarnation of this podcast or pod- yeah we, we, we talked about uh, ovals debut album yeah um, and which I can't remember the name of yeah, it but. I think I liked <laughs> it more than you did but this is kind of a seminal glitch yeah. album that I thought was really really cool I think this is his first album in quite some time so look forward to listening to that next uh, wire mind hive uh, January 24th uh, obviously wire the the you know, well-regarded art punk, post-punk band, uh, late in their career, uh, did not love or have not loved some of their later material. But I, yeah, I was just gonna ask. I that thought the cause... I thought the lead single was interesting, so I'm I'm looking forward to giving it a shot. But uh, what, we'll, we'll... was it Fantano who said that like their make their production has gotten like worse and worse on every album to the point that like it's been like unlistenable for him? Yeah, I. I you know, I'm, I'm not someone who is as, I guess, attuned into production as other people. To me, it just it felt like very... It felt like their earlier art punk stuff just less... Just older and more boring. And this mm. new song just kind of had a life to it that I, I was not, you know... That I... Uh, I guess had been missing for me. So looking forward to that. Yeah. 
Next, uh, Caspian on Circles. Uh, again, Ooh. never never really listened to Caspian. They're a well they're yeah, well regarded I, modern post rock band. Uh, the, yeah, I used to be I used to be a little into Caspian. Yeah, and the, the, I think I, I think they're from Massachusetts. If uh, I remember right. That sounds right. Yeah, they're from they're from Beverly, Massachusetts. Yeah, yeah. And the the this is another case with the lead single. You know, again, never really listened to them, but the lead single I thought was really really cool. So, looking forward to giving this a shot. Uh, next, Dan Deacon, Mystic Familiar, January thirty first. Oh yeah. Kind of an odd indie tronica, folk tronica guy. You know, not always. You know, his stuff's been hit or miss in the past, but it's always interesting, so worth a shot for me. Next, uh, is me the Arrows of Our Ways, uh, February fourteenth. It's a lead single from this is fantastic. It's a progressive black metal band I found, and the last signal was just uh, just intense and you know, but interesting and engaging and, and dynamic. Loved it. Um, next, Tame Impala, The Slow Rush, uh, the kind of indie darling neo-psych project. Yeah. Um, also... People fucking love Tame Impala, man. I also, I've never never disliked or really been infatuated with anything they've done, so I figured, you know, why not give this a shot? Uh, yeah. Next, this was a surprise, uh, Psychotic Waltz, The God-Shaped Void. Oh, uh, yeah. Just kind of out of nowhere, they're... they're the back this is a kind of a, a, a underrated dark prog band um coming out with a new album february 14th so that'll be really interesting happy valentine's yeah, day happy valentine's <laughs> day god shape void um, <laughs> next uh cavallo talk split the kind of a really unique black and roll band uh that has gone over some lineup changes i nothing has really stacked up to their debut for me but it's worth a shot you know i definitely like their general style I... I've yet to like really like listen to an album of theirs because like I, it just doesn't it doesn't like hold me. I yeah so, I love I love their debut. I think their de- debut is one of my yeah. favorite albums of the decade. It, but is, is that the one with uh, the uh, Basley painting? Yeah, on it? Uh, I think yeah. the first one and second one they use Basley paintings. Oh um, right, right, yeah, Tail. Yeah, I think was the second yeah, one. But then after that, they yeah. they I think they used a different artist. Uh, Next, yeah. uh, Sky Forest, uh, A New Dawn, February 20th. Uh, this is a melodic me- black metal album that uh, just perfectly integrated, the first lead single perfectly integrated elements of folk. Uh, you know, nothing too grandiose or corny, but, you know, still just um, really leverage the beauty of what that style can do in black metal without being, you know, over the top or anything like that. Uh, next, mm. I don't really know what to expect from this album. It's uh, the new Raspberry Bulbs album, Before the Age of Mirrors, oh, February 21st. Yeah, I, I noticed that. I I listened to their debut, I don't remember it much, but the lead single essentially was like blackened hardcore punk, and like that is not what I remember them sounding like, so I'm really interested to hear what the hell this thing's going to sound like. Uh, the lead single was really cool, so looking forward to that. Uh, next, this is probably, of these albums, the album I think is probably going to be the worst, uh, this is Grimes, Miss Anthropocene, uh, February twenty first. I, 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 I don't mean to pause this, but why do you think that? Uh, I'm pretty sure the song "We Appreciate Power" that you released a little while ago is on this, and I thought that song was—I really didn't like it. I—I I thought it was like a really lazy, kind of annoying and repetitive take on like nine inch nails like early nine inch nails oh. and i've liked her stuff in the past but i think her persona she did an interview where she just sounded uh, i think she did the whole like you know like I, I, i'm a 
I'm a character. I'm an artist. Like all my old stuff is garbage. Like all you know, I don't know. It just it was very. It felt very tryhard, and I just really hope that it's not terrible because I I like her music in general, but I just her persona mm. is, is not much. Um, there's not that much for me, and the, the music has kind of followed suit. Um, mm. A few more here. Uh, Caribou suddenly, you know, he he's come out with an album very sparingly over the last several years, and. Loved his last album and really looking forward to this one. Just kind of um, neo psychedelia, kind of lighthouse music, you know, dance music with a little bit of artistic flair. Um, next, I'm super excited for this. Uh, Beneath the Massacre, Fearmonger, uh, one of my favorite um, tech, tech death deathcore bands. Uh, this is like their first album since Incongruous. Yeah, isn't it's, it? it's been like I think seven years. It's been a long, uh, yeah. maybe seven or eight years. It's been a really long time. They're they're back, kind of kind of out of nowhere. Um, I don't. They haven't toured or anything. They just they or they. I think they announced a tour. They're gonna go on tour with Origin and someone else. I forget, but I mean, they they just are like balls to the walls, aggressive death metal, and I'm, I'm can't mm-hmm. wait for that. And finally, uh, self titled album from Human Impact, coming out March thirteenth. Uh, Noise Rock Collective of sorts. I think it has either former or current well i mean i guess given the state of swans it's kind of hard to tell but you know people people yeah. who were in the latest incarnation of swans i think in a couple other bands as well that are so harris isn't is, is he I in that i don't know if it's I, I didn't recognize the name so i don't know but uh the lead single was no. interesting i thought that the album could have potential just kind of really interesting noise rock um somewhat of a note unsane too yeah yeah there was there was another yeah a couple other bands i forgot but um, um yeah yeah i haven't heard any of these guys either but yeah uh chris spencer chris pravdika uh jim coleman phil paleo so yeah you know. I-, I thought it looked cool you know the lead single yeah. against uh piqued my interest so we'll see what happens oh wait apparently insane unsane broke up that that so. actually sounds somewhat familiar. Um, yeah, I, I I really haven't paid much attention to yes. them to to be totally fair. Okay. So new new to me, but no, that 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 I. So where did you get a lot of these? Is this just like you scouring Pitchfork or like um, or no, album of the year? I'm thinking maybe. Yeah, album of the year. Uh, Facebook, you know, people, you know, like you know, mm. Pitchfork might post, for example, like, hey, you know, these guys announced a new album, you know, or, or some other site might might have announced it. Uh, I spent a lot of time on Bandcamp, um, you know. So like some of these, some of these album, you know, album art just looked cool. You know, clicked on it like, oh, it's going out this year. Um, yeah. So I usually sort by new releases and best selling to you know, kind of back and forth to see what uh what might look cool and yeah yeah nice. All right, so we're gonna move on to uh, things that we're pretty sure are going to be out this year but you know nothing's been totally confirmed yet uh do you just want to you, you want to swap off with these because i, I I'm, I'm figuring that we probably are going to have a couple of very similar ones uh, uh do you mean by swap off that we you know we, we go one one-on-one or yeah yeah just um yeah. Sure. so i mean my, my first one is author and punisher um i'm pretty sure he's probably going to put out something this year he's been pretty consistent um I haven't been the biggest fan of his late material, but you know I still like to keep an eye out for him. So, yeah, uh, I I am somewhat in the same boat. Uh, 
I've always liked what he's he's done, but it's never. Uh, I I guess I haven't been as blown away as other people have. Uh, I do really like what he what he he does though, so it'd be cool to yeah get new music. Um, my first one, uh, Season the Mist, published, and a lot of labels do this, where they'll publish like a an image with a ton of band logos, you know, from their roster on it, saying you know these guys are releasing new music this year. Uh, the one mm-hmm. that I'm most interested in is uh, Cynic, just because oh, uh, it's a band yeah. I haven't really dove into that much, and I know that they really, uh, yeah, I know it's one of those. It's on my la- my lazy list. Uh, well, wait, for for some reason, I, I thought you used to have focus on CD or something. Uh, I don't think so, because uh, I, I don't know. I, I I've really slept on Cynic as well. Yeah, but, and I know uh, they're kind of in a prog rock phase that people aren't super excited about. But hey, why not? You know, I'm I'm willing yeah. to give it a shot. And and of the the bands that they had on that the little flyer, uh, that one stuck out to me most. All right. Well, so here's one uh, that I am almost guaranteeing is probably on your list. Uh, Bjork. Uh, we we did not enjoy her last album, to be fair, but uh, I, I'm always interested to see what she has in store. So. Yeah, I actually didn't include her on my list. Uh, I, oh. I guess I didn't. I don't know her release. Well, fuck you, Scott. I don't know her, I don't know her <laughs> release pattern enough to know if it's likely, but I would absolutely um, be interested to hear. A new Bjork album, or I mean, and not to be a dick, but a better new Bjork <laughs> album. Because yeah, I really, I liked Vona. Yeah, uh, Vona Cure is the most recent, or the yeah. the, the second most uh, recent one, right? Second most yeah, recent, but yeah. The her most recent one, I don't remember the name. Utopia. I, I probably blocked it out on purpose. But, it was Utopia. Yeah. Um, yeah. You're really not a fan, so I I, I would definitely like yeah. a new a new better album from her. Um, <laughs> next, this is a band actually kind of along the same lines. Uh, a new disclosure album. Uh, loved their debut, Settle, back in 2013. Oh yeah, d- d- didn't they come out with like a bunch of like yeah. singles last year? They, their follow up, I think, in 2015, Caracal. Uh, first of all, they released all the lead sing- like literally all the lead singles, and I guess you know, come to find out, all the tracks that are actually good. But you know, <laughs> or rather, they released all the songs that are actually good as lead singles. There are barely any other songs in the album that I thought were noteworthy that they didn't release in advance. Um, and it just was not a great album. They released some singles last year, I believe, that I think are really um, promising, show them getting back on track. They said they're working on a new album, so I really hope they get back to their house roots and don't fall into the traps of the last album where they basically just try to get as many big-name stars as they could and genre hop, and they just did not play to their strengths. So hopefully they get back on track. Mm. Uh, I have... uh, So... And this is pretty much guaranteed, though there haven't been like any specific details. But um, Black Star, the uh, hip hop duo Black Star, oh, cool. uh, yeah, they're supposed to be having a reunion album coming out this year. Um, if I remember right, Talib Kweli uh, announced that it was already done. I think in November last year. Oh. Um, and what's more is that it is produced by Madlib. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. So I'm like, that sounds pretty fucking cool because. I mean, say what you will about, you know, uh, Blackstar, but, like, you know, I, I feel like the, even their solo releases that each of the members have done have, like, been pretty solid. Uh-huh. And just to have Mad Lib on it, I don't like that. The, 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 that just sounds like a really, really cool listen. Yeah. So. Well, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I'd be really interested to hear that. Um, yeah. Next, this is uh, one of my favorite newer artists of the last several years, but not 
someone who uh, n- not on the best note recently, unfortunately. It's uh, Father John Misty. Uh, uh, I'm yeah. pretty sh- almost positive he is due for a new album this year and, and will release one. Uh, his last album was very, very okay. Uh, just well, d- didn't he release two albums in one year? Um, like, but because the last one was God's favorite customer, right? Yeah, I don't, I don't remember I, another one coming out. But, well, I was saying, I, th- I thought Pure Comedy, no, Pure Comedy came out the year before. Yeah, he just he, he followed yeah, okay. up really quickly, and um, yeah, I, I don't know, I, I thought it was. It, it it was one of those albums that just is is really just okay. Like it's not not bad, not great. Just kind of, it, it was fine. And for someone who has released some of my favorite music of, of the last several years, uh, that was pretty disappointing. If I'm being totally mm-hmm. honest. So really hoping he gets back to because I mean, Pure Comedy and I Love You Honey Bear are two of my favorite albums of the last several years. So I'm hoping that he gets back on track. Um, mm. That so I uh here's one uh death grips oh yeah uh, yeah because I mean it's uh it's been a year now since year of the snitch um and I I sort of think that they they've sort of begun to sort of get into that pattern of like every other year releases uh-huh. um yeah I think it's time you know <laughs> yeah so I, I'm really interested to see what what they have up their sleeves you know up their sleeves okay. up yeah, their that's sleeves funny. um. But uh, just I, I didn't even mean that actually. That's funny. I, that, that just came out. But um, yeah, dude, just given how they were plundering into their own catalog with parts of Year of the Snitch, um, I'm just wondering whether they're gonna go deeper down that, or you know, who knows? Uh, yeah, for sure. I yeah have kind of somewhat hopped off the. Uh, I think we listened to one of their most recent album. We listened to Year of the Snitch review. Yeah. It, was, it was the same. Uh, we, we did the Kamasi Washington review. Yeah, on that on that same uh, episode. And I remember so. liking it, but just not. Uh, yeah, not I, loving it as much as I have in the past. I, I yeah, I, I'm not like you know head over heels for like that like the latest couple albums, but you know I still like keeping my ear out for them. Yeah. So. Sweet. Yeah, yeah for me, I it's the Gorguts. Uh, I think that they, they oh. are very much due for that they released. They color. They really are, especially. Well, I was gonna say, especially since Pleiades Dust was like only like you know technically an EP, and I think that was at this point four years ago. I think yeah, four or five years ago. So I think they're due, and they're a band that um, they've been active on Facebook that I've seen you know posting stuff, and they seem like they're active but not touring and hopefully that means that they're working on something so yeah the thing is luke lemay like just comes off to me as like very much a perfectionist and, oh like, yeah you know like almost like a scott walker yeah. type who would spend like you know like a decade just trying to get one album absolutely. right absolutely yeah so, then i think that that's my uh, only reservation but i think it's been enough time that um i, I could see them releasing something yeah i can see that um deftones is that for me next yep. um we were there were thoughts that it was gonna that they were gonna put out a new album last year. Uh, did not happen, obviously, uh, but we're pretty much guaranteed for one. And uh, from what I've heard uh, surrounding, I remember hearing Chino comparing this to White Pony. Um, I, you know, so I, I don't really know what to think about that because I mean, just given uh, Chino's 
interest in sort of his own musical direction as of late. Um, who knows how you could interpret that. Um, and especially, I think, with uh, Stephen Carpenter, you know, his own strife in the band as well. Which is, I, I still, um, I think it's just so weird, but... Oh, yeah, like, no, it's, it's he, very he positions strange. like, you know, it would be really great if we did that. I'm like, dude, you're one of the main song. you're the guitarist. Like, he, 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 yeah. he makes it seem like he has any, anyway. I just, I, I yeah, find no. it so, so interesting. So, I, 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 I think he's back on board a little more this time. Yeah. Uh, but, I, you know, even though I, I wasn't a big fan of Gore when it came out, um, I'm really looking forward to this. I mean, I'm gonna probably buy this, even if even if it turns out to be like not as good, mm-hmm. so <laughs> I'm a sucker. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm slowly getting more into, uh, or you know, collecting the Deftones back catalog. So I would certainly mm. like to hear a new album. Um, yeah. So for me, it's uh, Gorilla Toss. Uh, they, oh yeah. Uh, released an EP last year, which was great. Um, they, in in general, have been active touring. They released a full length a couple of years ago, and I think. That was following yet another full length. Yeah, um, that's what I thought. Like they're a pretty active yeah, band, so I'm really hoping that they keep that up and we get some new a uh, new full length. Nice, nice. Um, Dying fetus. Uh, you know, I just remember. I, I think I only listened to Wrong One to fuck with like once, but it was a fun listen, mm-hmm. dude. Like you know, so um, and I feel like it's it's been like two years since that, right? Uh, yeah, I think, I think it's been at least a couple of years. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I, I feel like you know, let, 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 let's hear, let's hear what um, what what what, what the dying fetuses are saying. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> think about it. That if somebody did that, like like a uh, almost like a fifties band, like the the dying fetuses. The dying fetuses. <laughs> Just, um. Anyway, <laughs> that'd be funny. Um. <laughs> So, Irreversible Entanglements, uh, they announced that they will release a new album. I don't know when or what or who, but uh, it's uh, you know, avant-garde jazz. Well, Irreversible Entanglements, that, that, that's definitely who. Yeah, but, but uh, they're avant-garde jazz band. They, you know, it's a spoken word. They have More Mother is, uh, does vocals for them. Their last album was one of my favorites of the year, and it was just an absolutely fantastic album uh so looking forward to what they do next and and nice. if they you know they can talk about new topics are they gonna um you know where are they gonna go so yeah uh my next one should be very obvious uh florence and the machine <laughs> they uh you know they, they put out high as hope uh in 27 no 2018 uh and that was one of my favorite albums of the year um yeah i, I think they've just you know gone leaps and bounds with their songwriting I can't wait to see what they have in store this year. I, I'm pretty sure they're going to put out something this year. Just they, 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 they've been very consistent with their output. So nice. Yeah. Um. So I mean, this this band has just released so much material that um, it, it's just it's kind of a given they're going to release an album, and that is uh, King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that they. <laughs> Uh, just continuously to find new, new, interesting ways that uh, to, or rather, new, new, interesting avenues for their sounds. So I, you know, their last album that explored, you know, sonar metal and, and crossover thrash was my favorite of theirs yet, and I can't wait to hear where they go next. Yeah, they, they're going to do a new metal album. Yeah, that would. Next. You know what? I I would listen to that. And Fred Durst guests on every track. Oh, that would be really funny. 
Oh my god, I can't wait. I want to listen to that so badly. <laughs> Seriously though, uh, Forest Swords. I, it's been a few years since uh, Forest Swords last album. I think it was called Compassion, if I remember right. Uh, came yep. out. Uh, I haven't really heard a whole lot from him. Uh, you know, it, I, his 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 music. You know, it, it kind of has a formula to uh-huh. it, but he really gets some really interesting grooves yeah. going. Uh, so, you know, it'd be cool to see what he does. Absolutely. No, and yeah. I was actually considering putting that on my list, so... Uh, yeah, I, see, I, I, I've I have a few more that, than you do on here, yeah. so um, <laughs> uh, I sort of made room. Next, uh, this is another band you could fall under the, you know, do for a proper full length, but have still been pretty prolific, and that is uh, Mogwai. Uh, they... Oh, yeah. I did yeah, not actually, but... love their last length it was, wasn't their last album a soundtrack like a score to like a tv show yeah that's what i'm you know they did an, i think it was for uh some type of space tv show and that's the soundtrack yeah. was pretty cool but I, I meant like their actual last album i really it was just it was very it was very okay but the kind of okay that is a little more disappointing because they were just on such a hot streak, and I thought that they phoned it in big time. It felt very direct. They didn't have like much of any of the atmosphere um, that they usually do, and I'm hoping that they get back on track because I, I really mm-hmm. was not. I was really disappointed because I I loved everything they'd done up to that point. You know, yeah, I've actually never listened to a Mogwai album. I don't know if it'd be your thing, but it might. Be, you know, yeah, it might be. I, I don't, I don't know. know either, but you know maybe at some point i'll give it a try um but if we're keeping up with electronic stuff uh ben frost oh yeah i'm thinking Absolutely. yeah because you know he put out he's he's done um a couple of scores for a netflix series that came out last year um and i you know i, I feel like he's due for another you know solo effort at some point uh and i mean his last one the center won't hold was awesome mm-hmm. so you know i'm really psyched to see what he has what he has uh you know going on great no i, yeah. I totally agree um my last one uh i forget which um which post was made about this that indicated this was coming out but lp commented uh, i think it was a oh. year-end wrap-up and Run the he Jewels did hashtag four. RTJ4, so that means that we're finally getting the next installment of the Run the Jewels series. Uh, I I would probably rank my my I prefer Run the Jewels two and then three and then one, but they're all really really great. So yeah. I can't wait to see what uh I just really can't wait to see what they have. Yeah, I, I actually included that, uh, and then I ended up getting rid of it um, just a couple minutes ago <laughs> when we started recording. Um, so I actually have a, a bunch more, so I'm just going to fly through a, a few of them, but there are a couple I'm going to stop at because I'm really psyched for them. Um, fucked up, you know, I think maybe, maybe something. Hopefully it won't be as long. Yeah, <laughs> Um Golden Retriever, uh, I am. This is one of my most anticipated albums of the year because they uh, they're sort of like a minimalist, electronic-ish type of duo. Um, they put out uh, this album called Rotations a couple years ago that is 
I, just a gorgeous album and one of my favorite albums of that year. I think it was, I want to say it was 2017. Um, and it, they're really due for a new album. Uh, Horrendous, same thing. Uh, you know, it's been a while since we've heard from Horrendous and they had a great last album that got a lot of press. So uh, really excited to see what's going on. Imperial Triumphant, uh, not the biggest fan of, of their debut album. Uh, or w- w- was that th- their debut? I don't know. They've been around for a while. Okay. Well, the, 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 their last album, uh, I wasn't the biggest on, but I, I, I feel like I, I really want to see what else they've got. And I feel like given how much, um, you know, reception their last album got, I, I, I think that th- they sort of need to, you know, jump on that fire while they still have the chance. Mm-hmm. And, and just um, real quick, I actually, I, I read over that one, but I included them. Uh, I think, I, for actually the same reasons you mentioned, I think they're going to release a new album. So, hopefully they do. Yeah. Um, the Mars Volta, uh, I, I guess they're back, and they're working on something new. So, uh, I'm praying, or I, I'm, I'm praying that that it will be better than the last mm-hmm. one. Um, <laughs> but, uh, Nails, I am so psyched for that uh, new Nails album. I mean, it's probably going to be like 20 minutes, but <laughs> still awesome 20 minutes so uh speaking of also nails nine inch nails uh they have guaranteed pretty much an album coming out this year they've been working on a lot of scores uh for like the last few years but they pretty much promised a new studio album this year so uh yeah noise trail immersion uh they are an italian like sort of math metal ish band um I actually just looked that they they're finishing that they, they have this album pretty much on the way, but they haven't announced anything about it except that it's going to be a real change in style for them. So I'm, I'm sort of interested to see what that means to them. Um, Power Trip, the thrash metal band. It's been like, I don't know, three years now since that album, since their last album came out and people really love that. That was fun. Um, Protest the hero. This is this is up here for me. Uh, they are. I, I think Rody Walker is recording vocals for it, like as we speak, uh, because he's he had a lot of vocal issues over the past couple of years. Um, but I'm really psyched for that. I I think Protest the Hero is one of the best prog bands going right now. Um, Psychroptic, uh, I think might come out with something. Uh, Purient is almost definitely going to come out with something. He always puts out a, a ton of stuff. Um, Puce Mary would be really cool. Uh, Pussifer, the uh, side project for uh, James Maynard Keenan, uh, or Maynard James Keenan. I, I can't remember which way his name is. <laughs> um, but his side project is, uh, it's, it's really the only project of his that he hasn't put out material from in like the last year, like the last two years. So. Uh, and there's a rumor that James Eha from uh, the Smashing Pumpkins is actually going to be working um, with them on that, uh, which I think would be cool to listen to. Um, this is a weird one. I wasn't expecting this, but uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers, are uh, they have reunited with John Frusciante, and they're supposed to be working on a new full length. So I would really like to hear that. I, I love John Frusciante. Like, he, like... I, I just, I love his contributions to the Red and Chili Peppers. So, um, Oliver, I think, is probably due for something. Like, their, their last time was, what, Drones? 
and that was what 2017, I think. Uh, they released 2018, an album maybe. This past year, there was I think just a few, uh, a few quick experimentations or something. Wow. I think it, it okay. was like well, a few few drones. It was. I mean, it, it was what it was. It was okay. Okay. Yeah. So maybe uh, then. Uh, I, I for some reason I thought that it was the year before, but uh, Anna von Housewolf. Um, you know, I think it's been a few years since she put out. Uh, I think it was Dark Magic, if I remember right. Was, um, that was a really cool album. You know, highly recommend. I'd love to see a sequel to it. Um, the Weekend is supposed to be putting out something new this year. Um, I don't know if I'm going to be as head over heels for it as I used to be for the first of the weekend, but uh, we'll see. And uh, finally, Stephen Wilson. Um, I I'm pretty sure he has a solo project coming out this year. Um, but you know, uh, I don't know. <laughs> is his last solo album was divisive, to 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 put it bluntly. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, but yeah. So that, that's what we have for like basically confirmed. Uh, but let, let's talk about pipe dreams while we still have a little bit of time. Let you, let's just just yeah, trade we, them we, off well, again. I think we should. You know, since we're running close on time, let's take the approach you just took and kind of read through. Yeah, them just pretty whip quickly. on through them. Um, so I'll I'll go. Uh, yeah, these are. I kind of considered how how long their typical gaps take. You know whether they've released an album recently. Um, first is uh, Akils, I think this is uh, one man black metal, or I think he has some collaborators. His name is Nas Alchemath. He has made he made an album called The Dreaming Eye under Akils in 2015 that was phenomenal. One of the best black metal albums I've ever heard. He also does stuff under Aerados, Bishir Arcana, Nightbringer. Uh, I think because he just he jumps around so much um, i would not be surprised if that is shelved indefinitely or permanently but hopefully that comes out mm. uh converge they've kind of been lengthening the gaps between albums so yeah uh, I, I actually have converge on my list yeah too. i mean they but, yeah. they were, were at a two to three year gap clip for a while and then there was a five-year gap uh, between all, all we love and the dusk in us so we'll see uh deaf heaven they're on a 10-year anniversary tour this uh, this year really hoping it spawns some nostalgia because i have not really been a fan <laughs> um so i'm hoping that they a come out with a new album and b they're a little go a little bit back to their root um you didn't like their smith's cover album it <sighs> no <laughs> i'm sorry i i, I won't uh, bring it up <laughs> i really i really i didn't hate it but like it just i feel like that's what their back catalog sounds to people who don't like don't don't like their music like that just kind of was kind of like oh now I get it, um, well, but like but black metal Smiths yeah like I feel like that was that was it wasn't even that's not even like a, a an exaggeration Morrissey and corpse paint sounds so like so much fun it honestly wasn't even like a an exaggeration like it really did sound like a like black metal Smith covers except barely even black metal but anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck buttons. Uh, I don't even know if they're still a band. I don't know if I saw an official announcement, but the, I thought they were back together. Slow Focus came out in 2013, which at this point is seven years ago. It, it was a fantastic album, but uh, one of the dudes has had a lot of success with Blank Mass. Um, and oh right, right. Yeah. The other guy I think has been doing some solo stuff. So I would love to get a new album, but I don't even know if that's a thing. Um, yeah. I, I, how do you feel about Blank Mass? Just really quick. Um, I like them, or I like it not that much and not as much as I like fuck buttons. So that's kind of yeah. where I stand. Um, okay. Godflesh. Uh, I just 
have a feeling that a world only by fire and post self it just kind of feels like a two-off duo because they both feel like the two different sides of godflesh's sound and they came out relatively closely together i think maybe only a year or two apart so i wouldn't be surprised if they kind of released those and then i mean broderick's so busy he's doing all this all this stuff yeah he's he he is just so doing everything i don't know if that's but it'd be cool um jamie xx uh in color which came out like four or five years ago at this point it kind of felt like a culmination of something he'd be work, been working on for a really long time and the xx are apparently going to release a new album next year um i was just gonna i know i think they're, they're releasing it this year uh, okay, excuse me sure. yeah that's why I'm, I'm at this year so i doubt he's gonna come out with anything new but i prefer his solo stuff to what the xx have been doing so mm. um kendrick lamar just because i really didn't love damn and i would love for him to release an album that i actually care about again <laughs> um, I mean, Good Kid, Mad City is still my favorite of his. I like Spin Butterfly, but it's not my, my favorite, so I'm hoping that he doesn't continue releasing worse and worse projects, but I really didn't like Damn. So, uh, Radiohead, uh, they're obviously prone to long breaks as of late. I I had Radiohead down too. Yeah. yeah. So, Moonshade Pole was 2016, but I think before that, the album they released before that it was like it was, almost. It was King of yeah, Lambs. It was like. It was 2011, yeah, I think. So, it was like seven years, so. We'll yeah. see. And, and the, the thing is with, with Radiohead, like, they don't really let people know either. Yeah, exactly. They're just like, it's, hey, it, we're it, doing it, this. Yeah, exactly. Like, you're just going to wake up one day and be like, oh, hey, Radiohead has a new single. <laughs> exactly. You know? so, um, um, uh, Sushant Stevens, uh, I feel like Carrie and Lowell hmm. was such an emotional record that, and he's been doing a few other side projects and he did a ballet score. I wouldn't be surprised if... Uh, you know, he's kind of been prone to long breaks and preoccupied otherwise. And the fact that Carrie and Lowell was about the death of his mother and it was such a, a weighted record, I wouldn't be surprised if he kind of takes a break between, you know, takes a break in that regard. Uh, and then finally, yeah. uh, Sumac. Uh, I love their last album, and I feel like mm. they've just continually gotten... Uh, they've made more and more interesting music for me. So, But at the same time, they did release that collaboration with... Uh, KG Hano and yeah, two collaborations with KG Hano. Yeah, so I don't really know, but it'd be cool. So yeah, that's what I have. All right. Well, so I you named a couple of ones that I had down, so I'm just gonna skip those. But uh, Archspire, Tech Met, Tech oh, yeah. Band, Archspire. I think it's it's been a while since they came out with their last album. Um, it'd be really cool to see that again. New Daughters. Again, I mean, we're talking pipe dreams, so like, probably not going to happen. But I really hope new daughters would be so cool. Um, Zach De La Roca has been, you know, hinting at a solo album for you know pretty much like the last decade. Um, so there's really no telling if it'll even come out. But with Rage reuniting this year, uh, you never know. Uh, Dead can dance. I, I think it's like I, I feel like they're taking a little more time with their albums this year, like this time around um so you know probably not but we can hope uh richard divine i think he might come out with like another album you know like he except that he does like a lot of stuff that borders on like sound design so there's no telling how long that can take sometimes um doom starks the uh duo featuring ghostface killer and mf doom um there's always been a rumor of an album of theirs coming out uh it's you know but who the hell knows especially with doom being just weird lately um (laughs) 
Uh, Cameron Graves, the pianist for Kamasi Washington, put out uh, an album called Planetary Prince a few years ago that I thought was really good. Um, and he has yet to follow it up. So I, I'm sort of hoping for something like that. Uh, this this one, me and Scott have talked about this before, but uh, Jizz's uh, long-awaited album Dark Matter, which was supposed to come out years ago. What weird, yeah, what a that, weird story. Yeah, we, like, no, nobody has paid attention to this and nobody says anything about this it, it, it's like god it, 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 do you, scott do you know the movie soil and green yeah yeah it's it, it, it's it's like everybody's saying soil and green is people but like nobody cares <laughs> yeah it was weird <laughs> like, so, I, I, so, so i guess it's just like the movie <laughs> i remember it was actively announced and then like just completely disappeared it was it was yeah it was so odd it's like i don't think like a fucking bizarre or anything but like they're like yeah this album's coming out and then it the date came and passed, and then no one yeah. said anything. And it's like it's, it's fucking Jizza, dude. Yeah. Like from Wu Tang. <laughs> like you know, like like how are not, how how are people not more like like just questioning this? I don't know. Yeah. Um, High on fire. Um, I, I I don't I don't know this for sure, but I mean, considering that Sleep put out an album a couple years ago, as well as another High on Fire album a couple years ago, so it'd be cool. Um, I'm, I really, really hope this one comes out is, uh, a second Jamie Stewart solo album. Uh, his last one was one of my favorite albums of the year. Um, I, I don't know mentally if he's, you know, healthy enough to even be making music right now or not. So, um, you know, but I, I really hope that he can put out another one of these because I thought that it was fantastic. Um, my bloody Valentine has supposedly like I remember uh, Kevin Shields saying something like that there was supposed to be like two My Bloody Valentine albums coming out like and this was like two years ago yeah, now. But I mean I don't <laughs> so, think anyone really believed honestly. Yeah, I, yeah, but I mean you know I, I, I it would still be cool to yeah, hear. Yeah, I mean um, it's nice when people say things and then they actually follow through, so it'd be cool if. But but sometimes you don't want them to follow that's, through. Like that's like true. did like didn't you hear that the Cure like Robert Smith was saying that the Cure has like two albums bit ready to go and i'm like i, I don't want to listen to like one new cure album <laughs> to, to be frank yeah i mean if, 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 if that isn't a band that's past its prime i don't know what is yeah Which is i mean <laughs> yeah um oxbow i would really like to see a new oxbow album but they're they're very uh peculiar about when they release stuff that little like radiohead and just that who knows um Porcupine Tree. This is a real pipe dream because I think Porcupine Tree is pretty much done at this point. Um, but I, I would I would love to see a new Porcupine Tree album, like much more than a Stephen Wilson album, to be quite frank. <laughs> um, I already said Radiohead. Sophie. Oh yeah. I would love. I I I initially put this up in uh, probably, but you know it's like. You would think that, that she would have come out with something more substantial last year, uh, but instead she just did like that nonstop remix of uh, every, like, Oil of Every Pearl's on Insides. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I don't know, but I I actively look forward to whatever she puts out. Um, Thundercat, I'm thinking, might have something down the line. Um, you know, just because it's been a few years since uh, his album Drunk. So, and uh, finally... Real pipe dream, but uh, Tom Waits. Um, I I I just have this feeling that this might be the year, because um, I don't know if you've been noticing this, but he has been reissuing a lot of his old material. Oh, okay. Yeah, and um, so 
you know, sort of gets me thinking. Yeah, maybe maybe but, he's trying to gauge the gauge interest to the, or yeah. at least prime people for that. Yeah, I could see that. Exactly, but but he hasn't put out an album since 2011, so there's really no telling. Um, that is what we have. So, uh, Scott, do you want to do uh, albums of the week? I would love to. And okay. For me, it has been um, kind of a trip down memory lane. This is an album that I listened to a lot when I was first getting into deathcore and is an album that, or that is a genre I really don't listen to much at all anymore, but listening to this, I was like, huh, it's it, it's weird how much the genre's fallen because I think this is a genuinely, <laughs> genuinely good album that uses the kind of the tropes of deathcore in a way that makes sense and is actually beneficial to the compositions, and that is uh, The Ills of Modern Man by Despised Icon. Um, I, I, I thought this was going to be... Yeah, a, I mean... Yeah. Like, the actual death metal parts are actually well-written and well-performed. I mean, the drumming is insane, the riffs are really good, and the breakdowns are used, um, you know, they're well-placed, they're not all over the place, and the breakdowns that are there are really well-written and really heavy, um, really integral to the songwriting. Like, the title track in particular has this incredibly fast breakdown. Like, the one of the they have two vocalists. One of the vocalists, like, the music cuts out and it goes, The hills are modern! And then when he says man... It's like this super fast, uh, like syncopated breakdown with uh, the kick drums and the stuff, just stuff like that. Where like it actually it doesn't feel like okay, we don't know what to do, so we're doing another breakdown. Like it's actually <laughs> a, a a pretty seamless marriage of you know hardcore and death metal. And I, I think that it's unfortunate that like this combination had so much promise, and I feel like it just has been so distilled over time. Because because mm. I mean, I don't listen to deathcore a lot in terms of like just actively seeking it out and listening to it but i do listen to the biggest deathcore albums of the year almost every year just to kind of get a feel for it and i just feel like it is just not it, it just has fallen out of grace i i mean yeah part of that has to do with, with your oh own, yeah no it, uh, it's, taste changing it's totally, but totally you're, you're definitely yeah. on point i don't there, i don't so, think i mean so. i i do think that um it has become much less i mean it just has naturally distilled where it went from bands blending hardcore and death metal to de- deathcore bands like getting influence from those other deathcore bands and then you know yeah. on and on and on but a lot of it it's, is very it, much it's gotten inbred yeah, a lot of it is very much me is that i don't i don't like that it sounds super fake i don't like that the breakdown like i mean to me a breakdown is I mean, it's in the name it's a breakdown from the rest of the music so it kind of is it kind of is a misuse of the term and the, and the device to break down from breaking down like that doesn't <laughs> lessons of redundancy. Yeah, I know, it, 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 yeah. <laughs> Featuring that, the acacia strain. That, that, that's a better word, honestly. Is redundant. Yeah, it it just feels yeah. redundant to be like, hey, like here's this cool heavy part, and now we're gonna do another cool heavy part, and now we're we're just gonna keep doing this cool heavy part that doesn't. Hey, you you know what's gonna come after the heavy part, Scott? What? An, another heavy part. Exactly. It, it it's like if you have a, it's like if you have nothing but choruses in like a pop song. Like it just yeah. it's not gonna have the I mean it's not that's not an exact parallel. It's like if you have nothing but bass drops in like dubstep or electronic music. Like <laughs> if you just have nothing but bass so, drops. So it's just another Skrillex album. Yeah, exactly. It's just like and then a boom. So I don't think people are wanting to listen to our our dubstep. Yeah, I think yeah, I think that's that's So anyway, so. I don't know if, so hmm, for people 
who aren't in the know, which I mean, I guess is everybody except for me and Scott and our friend Andrew. Uh, we actually went uh, CD shopping last week and I overspent um, quite a bit. <laughs> but uh, I swear every single album I've bought from that buy, like that I've listened to so far, has been just like fantastic. Um, so it was really tough for me to try to decide this because I actually had... Um, Queens of the Stone Age's uh, Era Vulgaris on, which was really cool. But I think I have to give it to uh, The Foley Room by uh, Amon Tobin. Um, this was, like, sort of his, like, first foray into something more resembling, like, sound art that you would see, like, on ESOM um, and his like, newer albums. And it is so damn cool. Uh-huh. Like, he, he still retains sort of, like, that edgy, like, dancey quality. Uh-huh. So you get these really interesting samples that just, like, overpower you at times. I, I, I just, like, from the minute this album started, I was just in love with it. So, and it just, you know, makes me think that, like, you know, he is one of the most talented, you know, electronic producers out there working right now. Um, and I think he gets slept on a lot, honestly. Uh-huh. So, uh, so yeah, check out Amon Tobin. Um, nice. Yeah. That's all we have for today. Out, stay, we've, this episode's gone a little long, but who cares? Yeah. Because it's the first of the year, and uh, everybody deserves yeah, it. Yeah, and so. we're looking forward to another great year of music. All right. Well, we'll talk to you guys later. All right, see you. Bye. Thanks for listening, guys. And uh, if you're interested, uh, you know, if you want to hear more, just, you know, listen to us on uh, iTunes, Pod- Apple Podcasts, Android Podcasts, anywhere you can get a podcast, basically. Uh, we're on all of it. Uh, if you follow us on Anchor, too, you know, whatever works for you. And uh, definitely be sure to follow us on Twitter. And if you ever have any suggestions, topics you want us to talk about or questions, anything like that. Uh, be sure to email us. Yeah, uh, we're at, at Seishira Podcast on Twitter, and our email, I think, is Podcast at gmail.com. And, uh, yeah, as always, thanks for listening. Yeah, appreciate it a lot. Bye.